0: Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white vans, except no white vans as always, guys. Back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Uh, No guests today. Um, I know I've kind of been trying to keep you guys abreast on the the countdown for the end of the season. Today marks episode 19 of this season, so you know we do 20, which means I got one more episode of the season. It's probably going to be a Halloween thing, considering the fact that Halloween is coming up right around the corner. But uh just letting you know, so this is episode 19, guys. We made it here 59 episodes in on anime talk. Um, it's absolutely crazy. But uh one more episode to go in this season. But today, um, on episode 19, I decided to take a, a page out of uh, out of um I guess a book or just kind of thinking through something interesting. So the name, the title of this episode is looking around to see who's gonna finish second. This is Four trash talkers in anime that I really enjoy. Um, So there are four characters. There are a lot of characters, obviously, and there are a lot of top tens that I saw out here that talk about like trash talkers and stuff like that. But there were four specifically that I narrowed down that I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about. But before I get into that, as always, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk, the numbers one and two. There you will find um, updates and news in regards to any giveaways or upcoming episodes. So, like I said, this is uh, episode 19 of the season, which means one more episode. And again, I'm going to let you guys know right now and I'm going to let you know next episode, too. Um three weeks off so i'll be gone for about three weeks so if you don't hear anything from me anime talk is still going until you hear it otherwise until you hear specifically from me that uh the show is coming going off the air um or i'm going to stop recording but after three weeks i'll be back with some new content hopefully some more collaborations some new and interesting um ideas and topics and um also like just some i don't know just some uh some, like I said, some different things. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing some fresh stuff to you guys. I know I always do certain things like random anime reviews, random anime reviews. Um, I try to find like some interesting things to kind of put together, but uh, I definitely want to make sure I got some good content for you guys. And uh, that gives you an opportunity to go back in and listen to the backlog. If you guys haven't listened to the other, you know, 59 episodes or 60 episodes at that point, then feel free to go back in and check that out. But just to let you know again, after next week's episode, I'll probably go on for about three weeks, just so you guys know. While I'm preparing for the new season, season four. Um so let me know when you guys follow or if you like or dislike an episode. I love interacting with you, the fans, and as always there may be spoilers ahead. So you have been warned. Shout out to Alejandro. Um so now that now that the foundation has kind of been set, let's go ahead and get straight into this episode. So um looking around to see who's going to finish second. Four trash talkers in an anime that I really like. Um so the quote that actually that kind of sparked this um and I saw it before and I was like, dude, that's actually a really interesting quote. So if you've heard the quote before if you're a basketball fan, um if you've heard the quote before <clears throat> It's, I'm just looking around to see who's going to finish second. Um, that was actually Larry Bird that said that during the 1986 All Star weekend, um, he would win the uh, three point contest at the All Star weekend. So essentially, uh, this, that was more, I mean, and I don't think that, I mean, I think it was trash talk. You know, some people say that some of the greatest characters are the best trash talkers. But um, so it very well could have been a little bit of that. But like I said, I, my biggest thing was I thought that was very interesting. So I was like, hey, why not do something like. Like that that talks about some trash talkers in anime. Again, I know that there are a lot more than four. Um, as always, like I tell everybody, like I tell everyone on the episode or on the show, you guys know that this is my list. It's not anybody else's list. So this is just four that I just kind of thought about that I thought was very interesting that I could uh, that I could kind of talk through. So shout out before I get started here to cbr CBR.com. Get more EXP and fandom. Um, obviously, fandom uh, absolutely love some fandom, so I'm in my anime list. I'm always using my anime list in various ways, so I just want to go ahead and give a quick shout-out to all those sources that I used here. want to make sure that I give credit where credit is due, right? So, let's go ahead and get into it. So, the fourth character that I decided to go with uh, was Bakugo um, from... My Hero Academia Um, He is essentially I mean he's a hero in this show I mean I don't know if he's a hero but he looks Like he could just simply be a villain Like I ain't seen a hero that's well, I won't say I wouldn't. I, I haven't seen. But you see very few heroes that look like bad guys or behave kind of like bad guys, but you know that at the end of the day, they're really good guys. Um, so, his character personality description he's a crude, arrogant, short tempered, and aggressive person, especially at the beginning of the series. Um, he tends to come off as unheroic, if not downright villainous, for, uh, for those not familiar or to those not familiar with him. This problematic behavior goes all the way back to his early childhood days when he was known to be a bull- to bully a young quirkless uh i can't i always forget his name azuki 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 oh wow how am I slipping this anyway deku the main character deku um he shows hostility towards deku mainly because of his former quirkless status, which obviously um He has a quirk now, so I don't. He doesn't really, you know, talk talk trash too much. Or, well, I mean, he's no, he still talks trash, but I mean, he and he still bullies him. So, never mind. I just I, I recant my statement. So. Um, his biggest problem is that he likes trash talk a little too much. Um, blame it on how quickly his powers developed or the fact that his mom is literally just like him. But he's a loud mouth who can't help bragging when he feels he's in control of a situation. And he gets even worse when he's not in control of a situation. become more be- Becoming more belligerent and more insulting. He sometimes feels like a villain that then he does... Um, he sometimes feels more like a villain than he does a hero, but he's already made it clear he's not going down that path ever because of how much he looks up to All Might. So he's just a hero who will likely insult someone for having to save them in the first place. So um, with this character, so Wakugo, like, He's a trash talker because through and through, every single time you turn around, he's always talking trash to somebody. He's always saying something to somebody, always picking on Deku, always picking on just anybody. Like, it's a wonder sometimes when you watch a show that he really just has... I wouldn't even say friends, I think he has like accomplices and he has like people who can tolerate him and they're kind of like, oh, we know that you're soft on the inside but even with those people that he kind of lets close and that they're quote-unquote friends, they still, like you can tell that he still kind of like talks reckless to them and still jokes with them and stuff like that, so, or not jokes but like picks on them and bullies them and stuff like that, so you can definitely tell that that's something um that's there but like i said other than that this gave a really good character description of uh bakugo like i said he's crude he's arrogant he's short tempered he's aggressive um it started when he was a kid his mom is his mom has a very intense aura about her so it obviously carries down it's like hereditary for him um but like i said dude is just i don't know he's a bully like he's a he's a good guy but i mean at the end of the day like he's a bully so I don't know. Like but he talks like I said so much trash, so much trash. Like he calls people out all the time. The only person that he really respects um is all Might. He doesn't really get into it with his teachers, I would say, but I mean you can definitely tell that he has a short fuse. I mean it with his quirk, the way that it is. I think it's explode or explosive or something like that. But I know his quirk where he can use basically his sweat to kind of turn into like um uh, like a bomb and stuff like that to kind of use it to cause um, like explosions. I think it's explosive or explosion. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it fits. His quirk definitely fits him in that sense. So yeah, definitely coming in at number four, we got Bakugo from My Hero Academia. So the third one here, I chose... I've talked about this show several times before so you guys probably would be like, "Dude, Matt, how many times are you going to talk about this show?" right? So, the third character that I decided to go with was Yusuke. Yusuke Urameshi uh, from the show Yu Yu Hakusho. Um his character personality description is uh most mo- most uh, like h- here's the thing, right? His his description is like I don't know. I I can describe it in so many different ways. But the big thing about him is a large portion of, like, these battle, like, Shonen protagonists, um, they see, like, they they usually come after, like, a Goku, where they're more like a well-intended guy that's just not super smart, Um, whereas, like, Yusuke is all street smarts. Like, that's all he is, all street smarts. He is nothing like Goku by any means necessary. Um, He is always talking trash, like, so much trash. Um, he's so quick with the smack talk, using it, uh, both as a means to throw his opponent off his game, as well as a means to calm himself down during fights, spending most of his time as a street punk meant he always had some kind of quip to put an opponent down, no matter how dangerous they were. So I say all that to say like a couple of times, right? He's gone in, and he was fighting against uh, one of the big moments in this one was he was fighting against I think it's Bakken, I think that's how you say how you say his name. But he was fighting against Bakken and when he was fighting against him, literally he ends up he ends up uh, he ends up basically like. Talking talking so reckless to back one of the quotes that he said, which always is like it's funny to me, right? He said, Cheer up back your brain's just small. It's not your fault. You can't remember all those things you did to Karama. So I'm gonna refresh your memory by using your body as an example. So the fight that I'm referencing, like I said, it was him versus backend. Um he was fighting it was episode episode thirty nine and he had just got out of a fight. Um or Karama had just got out of the fight, he was completely unconscious, and he was getting beat up by Bakken. Um And when he was fighting him, like, he kept, he basically, like, Karama was unconscious. Bakken is just sitting there, like, beating a mess out of him. He knocks him down. It's a 10 count, right, to get out. But every single time that, like, Koda starts to, um, she starts to, like, count, Bakken basically picks him up and then, like, will kick him, like either kick her out of the ring or pick him up. And he's like, "Oh, look, he's still up or whatever." Like, you know, he still wants to fight. He wants some more. But dude's completely unconscious. He can't even defend himself. So eventually, at one point, he comes back and and. And and at this point, like, Yusuke had a spirit gun, like, fixed on him. Like, he was ready to, like, kill this dude. Like, he was not playing. So Bakken was like, all right, cool, whatever. Let me go ahead and get him up out of the ring. So he throws him up out of the ring. So when he throws him out of the ring, like, obviously, Yusuke at this point, having seen his friend getting getting completely mishandled like that and just thrown, tossed aside, like, you know, last week's trash, right? He gets into the gets into the ring, and Bakken's talking all this stuff, and is like, no, it's perfectly fine. Like, I got you um and so back in uses a te- uh, a technique that's built from his sweat it creates like this whole mist thing and everybody's talking about how bad it stinks which i can only imagine how bad that stinks. like you're using a, a whole technique that uses your sweat to form like mist like yeah i'm pretty sure that that stinks so at some point basically he tries to like hide in the smoke and he ends up hitting yusuke a couple of times while he's in the smoke and yusuke is like sitting there like basically relieved because he realizes that Bakken like is not as strong as what he acts like he is. Um he basically like ju- like chuckles and is basically like, "Hey, I was more worried about Karama before he learned how soft Bakken's fists are." So basically he was like, "I was worried about Karama, but now I know that he's going to be okay just because you got weak punches." So, Yusuke then punches him in the rib. He ends up um doing so much damage that and starts like pleading for his life. He shoots, um, a spirit gun like into the air to break out the mist and Bakken is basically on his knees like hey man I'm so sorry I forgot about this you know I, I I can't even remember what happened and you know like I just got caught up in the heat of battle like please forgive me like you know give me some mercy and Yusuke like alright cool I'll give you some mercy and at that point like Bakken literally grabs a brick like a big old piece of the stadium and cracks it over the top of Yusuke's head because he thought that was going to knock him out and that was when Yusuke like I said he ended up del- liver in that line where he was basically like yeah obviously you forgot so let me remind you and use your body as an example he proceeds to break every single bone in his body like over and over and over and over and over again like he just continues to fuck, to like just break his whole every bone in his body, does Yusuke Tobakin. So that's why I thought that was an interesting one. Yusuke talks so much stuff. Again, he's he is he is definitely of the streets. Dude wants to fight every single person that's there. So it only makes sense um as to, you know, why he would talk so much trash. He always talks trash to Kuwabara. The only person that he really doesn't talk trash to is Keiko but I mean that's because obviously he's in love with her there's a good love interest there he talks stuff to Botan he always is giving uh, Kawinma a hard time so it's it's just interesting how many people that he talks reckless he even talks reckless to his mom so dude just continues to talk stuff so of course he had to make the list here so what we'll do is I'm gonna take a quick commercial break guys you know how we do take a quick commercial break Uh, word from our sponsors and we'll jump right back into the second part all right, guys, and we're back uh, with my episode looking around to see who's going to come second for Trash Talkers in anime. The fourth character was Bakugo from My Hero Academia. The third character was Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho. So now we're going to move straight into the second character. The second character, you know he had to be on this list, and I actually had to reach out to my brother because I was like, mm do i like who do i want to use right i was like who who do i want to use when i'm sitting here thinking about the second character so the first person that popped up in my mind was i was going to use vegeta because i mean who doesn't hate slash love vegeta because i mean i i talked about this and we've you know i talked about this on on my episode last week which um if you didn't listen to that episode please go back and listen to it luis was an absolutely amazing guest um you definitely you definitely missed something. We were kind of talking about different characters and the, the some of the stuff that he likes. But on that what, on that um when we were talking about this, I was like, Frieza is perfect for this list, right? He always talks stuff like completely. He is just one of those people like that is just absolutely a trash talker through and through. But after talking to my brother, I was like, you know what? There's probably somebody that's even worse than that. And that would definitely be Frieza. Like, Frieza is just a trash talker through and through. Like, I think Vegeta is still bad. Like, don't get it twisted. I could, I could, these two are very interchangeable. But I feel like he is just horrible. Like, absolutely horrible when it comes to the trash talking. So, Frieza from D- Dragon Ball Z, um, he is truly irredeemable. Uh, even for Dragon Ball and his trash talk as part of it as someone who's destroyed countless planets and empires he doesn't have even the slightest inkling of respect for whoever he's harmed in his past. He calls the Saiyans monkeys so often that it feels like a hate crime but even that can't compare to how confident he gets when he knows he's, concrete, he's concretely stronger than his opponent. He even tried to mock Vegeta in Dragon Ball Super when he didn't realize Vegeta was capable of going Super Saiyan despite only barely beating Goku. So here's the thing, right? Frieza, we've we've known this. Everybody knows this. If you've ever watched Dragon Ball Z, everyone knows that Frieza is the master of trash talk. Literally has destroyed planets, literally blew up and destroyed vegeta's or you know planet vegeta which was the saiyan's home or the home world he literally did all of this he has no problem killing anybody he blew up namek and the namekians he killed all of them and was just like yo it is what it is i said i said what i said and they're dead like he has zero issues whatsoever with killing he has zero issues with talking stuff to anybody and one of the moments that I always thinks about it it's not necessarily a, a trash talking necessarily necessary point but i'm gonna show you like i'm gonna tell you a, a part in the show if you haven't seen if you didn't see the new brawley movie and i i think I, i've talked about this a couple of times but there's a point in the new brawley movie where uh brawley was fighting he basically brought uh brawley and his dad to uh to earth to fight goku and uh, vegeta to get revenge well obviously he they were, he was using them to get revenge but he was really i'm sorry they were trying to get revenge like brawley and his dad were trying to get revenge on vegeta but frieza was trying to use him to get that, to, to, like, their vengeance plot, to kill, to finally, you know, take care of Goku and Vegeta, sorry, I don't know why it took me a while to kind of get that out like that, but anyway, so in the movie, there's a point where, like, you know, Goku's, or, they're fighting or whatever, they're fighting, they're fighting, and Frieza's like, hey, so can't Brawley get stronger, and his dad's like, no, he can't get any stronger than this, like, he's trained with me, and this is about as strong as he gets, and Vegeta literally looks at him and was like, okay, well, never mind then, you know, because you're not that strong anyway. Basically, like, in so many words, he was basically like, yeah, okay, well, this is going to be over very quick because you don't seem very strong to me. So, they keep fighting, they keep fighting. First of all, you just disrespecting me in front of my, you know what I'm saying, in front of my kid. And he just backed down and was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, oh, man, I can't stand his dad for a lot of different reasons. But definitely for that, too. Because you ain't about to just call me out in front of my kid. But anyway, so then they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. He gets, like, they start going Super Saiyan, they start fighting for real. Broly starts to power up, and he's like, whoa, he's like, he's powering up right now. Like, he gets, he's even stronger. So now he's getting stronger, he's getting stronger. He's like, well, now do you think he's going to get stronger than than this? And his dad's like, no, I don't think so. Like, I was surprised that he was able to get this strong, but I don't think so. You know, I think this is it. Frieza, literally, in his mind... And they show a flashback. He literally, in his mind, thinks back to like all the times that he's killed Krillin or Chaozu, or when he was fighting Gohan. And he remembered Saiyans get stronger the more emotional they are. So he literally. Looks over at Brawley's dad, which I could actually side with Frieza on this situation. He looks over at Brawley's dad and shoots Brawley's dad with an energy beam and kills him right there in front of him. So he's not looking, obviously. He dies. The dad dies. And literally, Frieza looks over, looks over, and says, Brawley, look what they did to your dad. He must have got killed by one of the those stray energy energy bombs or energy beams or whatever. And Brawley absolutely loses his stuff. And the whole time, Freeza's, like, playing this off. Like, he's, like, acting like he's, like, somewhat crying and stuff. Like, he ever actually felt about this guy or felt, you know, felt something like like something was going on. And he and Broly goes berserk. That's when he goes berserk mode. He starts fighting again. Goku, Vegeta can't even keep up. They are trying their best, but they can't even keep up. And they're fighting or whatever. They're like, okay, cool. Well, we got to get out of here. So they end up instant trans uh, transmute, uh, transmissioning away from there. They go to uh, Piccolo, and they they you know the rest of the movie is what the movie is. Now, when that happens though, they end up like. Goku and Vegeta, they were super petty for this, but it was super funny. They end up bringing Brawly straight to Frieza before they just they transmission away. So Brawly, Brawly at this point is just ready to fight. Like he is just fighting, fighting, fighting. And he doesn't care who it is. So he ends up starting putting hands on Vegeta or putting hands on Frieza. So at this point, Frieza is like, Yo, like, get your hands off of me. And I mean, he called him a monkey. Which can we go ahead and put out there, like on a on the on the uh on the record? I'm pretty sure, and I've joked with my brother about this. I'm pretty sure that Frieza is racist. He always calling people monkeys because they're Saiyans. I don't like it. I know what they're trying to get at because they had tails, and I'm not saying cancel them. I'm not saying cancel culture. I'm just saying it's it's kind of crazy. But anyway. He's like, yeah, he's like, you, you can't make me. He's like, and, and basically, Brawley is like giving him the business. And so basically, Frieza ends up training it, turning into his goal for him. And he's like, how dare you make me take my true form? And he continues to box this man and is putting him through the ringer. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you the rest of the movie. I've already done a movie review on that. I suggest you should go back in and check it out because it was a really good movie. But anyway, that just goes to show, and I know that was a long, drawn-out story about Frieza. I could talk about Frieza for days. Like, dude's just a trash-talker through and through. But um, essentially, that's why he is a crazy trash-talker and just just a downright just bad guy. Like, he's the bad guy's bad guy. He's just horrible, absolutely horrible. So, let's go ahead, so that leads us up to number one. So, at this point, like I said, we started off with Bakugo from My Hero Academia, or Academia, however you want to say it, Yusuke, Yurameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho, then we had Frieza from Dragon Ball Z, so number one has to be, and it's unanimous, I'm sorry, like this is my guy right here, I absolutely love him to death, but he is a big trash talker. It's gotta be my boy Escanor. Escanor from Seven Daily Sins, um, he, his personality changes Like in this show, his personality changes. Along with his strength, between night and day, um, at night he is very skittish. He's submissive. He's you know really polite. Like it's so weird how polite he is. Whereas in the day he is arrogant, boastful, and domineering. He also takes it upon himself to deliver judgment to those he feels have sinned, such as those that toy with feelings. Both personalities seem to be truly him, and he remembers everything he does in either. Though at night he has been chast- he has chastised himself for losing control during the day. Um, so, it's, uh, like, again, I've, I've talked about this show in depth a lot of different times. I suggested you go back in and listen to some of the episodes where I talked about Seven Deadly Sins, and I've given a couple reviews on it. Eskimo is one of my, he, one of, if not my favorite character from this whole series. Absolutely love his character design. I absolutely love the fact that they give him this ability where he's super OP during the day, and the higher the sun is in the sky, so obviously at high noon, like, he is the strongest ever. Um, but then as the night kind of comes up, he ends up transforming transforming back into this weak and brittle version of himself i'm um, kind of like all my in a sense where he goes from like that big buff body to like this sickly looking dude i mean he's not that bad though but anyway i think that one of the things about him is his sin is pride right so there's a there's a spot in this show one of the most trash talking lines that he used is he was fighting against Esther Rosa and he said why should i bear any any hatred towards someone who's obviously weaker than myself i only pity them like get that like understand that basically he said why would i hate you if i'm stronger than you like i i have pity for you it's not it's not it's not hatred for you like you're i'd pity you because you're not strong at all so this comes on the back end of a fight that was happening. This was uh, Esquinor versus Eskimo, uh, versus Esterosa. This was during the Seven Deadly Sins. And um, I think it was through like, I can't remember what episode this one was. Um, so please forgive me on that one. But this was when this this was in the arc for the uh for the Ten Commandments arc. So essentially what ends up happening is is like the Ten Commandments, they come back and they end up basically trying to take over the kingdom of Leonis. And when they show up, um Escanor and Esterosa are getting ready to fight. Esterosa shows up and basically is talking all this stuff or whatever. He's about to take out all these holy knights. And Escanor comes in and he's basically like, Hey, like let's go ahead and fight and as he's sitting there basically he uses escanor goes to hit es uh Estorosa with his rita which is his his sacred uh his sacred treasure it's a big old like one-handed axe and he comes up and he goes to hit uh Estorosa with rita but then he starts bleeding so like all the holy knights that are standing around they're like uh what in the world just happened but like bond and like a couple of other people they they knew what was going on so esterosa ends up he has the ability full counter which allows him to reflect any physical attack with more than double its original strength so es- escanor basically says that's the only reason why he felt pain and he would expect nothing less of himself nothing less from himself and Estorosa is like, man, you're arrogant. Like, you're super arrogant. So Estorosa asks for his name, stating that he'll definitely remember it. And Escanor replies, telling, um, asking him to remember it before he dies. So Escanor is basically like, hey, let's go ahead and fight. If you're going to fight for real, then I'm going to fight for real. And I'll be respectful. And just let's go ahead and fight. So at this point, Escanor, like, or, es- or yeah, Escanor basically summons this like miniature sun, and it starts melting the armor on the holy knights around him. Like it's so high at this point that it is just melting their armor, and so they're like, "Man, like we can't deal with this." So Esteros is like, "Are you serious? Like if you do this right now." All the people who you're supposed to be here trying to protect, they're going to end up dying because of this, the, from the extreme heat of this miniature sun. So Escanor literally, like they're mid-fight, right? And Escanor literally looks back at Bond and asks Bond if there's a lake that's nearby. And after he says yes, after Bond says yes, he hits him, he literally punts this man Across to that lake, and it hits him with this with the cruel sun, which is the name of that ability, and it basically burns this man to like to death. Right, so as he's sitting there, and you know, like he's he's burning and everything like that, Eschscholz literally looks at him and says, "I hope that you won't die too quickly." And as he's there, he hits him with another attack that is so strong that it vaporizes the entire lake in an instant. Like, that's how, one, that's how strong Escanor is. And if you haven't watched Seven Deadly Sins, again, I, I strongly recommend you watch Seven Deadly Sins. But one, that shows how strong he is. And two, that just goes to show, like, this man t- was talking, you're, I'm mid-fight with you. Talking stuff. And then I backed it up. Like, when it comes to talking stuff and backing it up, the first two are definitely people that you do not want to play around with. If they say that they're about to whoop that butt, best believe they about to whoop that butt. They're getting all up in there. So that's the episode for today guys um like i said i wanted to do an episode this was the episode looking around to see who's finishing second or who's going to finish second rather for trash talkers and anime started off with bakugo again from my hero academia yusuke Urameshi from yu, yu hawk show frieza from dragon ball z and then finishing out with number one my number one trash talker which would be eskanur from seven daily sins if you guys Um, like the episode please let me know reach out to me on my social media handles and let me know what you guys felt about the episode um and i want to thank you guys for sticking around and supporting the show again you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk the numbers one and two that's 12 um Make sure that you guys reach out to me. Like I said, if you liked, it, if you liked the episode, let me know. Drop a follow. Um, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, this is episode 19. Episode 20 should drop on Halloween. It's probably going to be a Halloween special. I'm going to try to see if I can set up a collaboration. I think that would be really cool. But uh, if not, episode nine, or episode uh, 20 is going to drop on Halloween I'll be gone for three weeks. Just, again, giving you a heads up. Show's not going anywhere. Just taking a hiatus to prepare some new content for you guys. Um, But, yeah, that's it, guys. This is Matt St. Jack from Anime Talk. I hope you guys have a great night and a great week. Peace.